right, we had, I think, one of the craziest first-round drafts I've seen in my, what, 10, 11 years covering the NFL draft. It was a lot of fun. Um, I, I know when I did my final mock draft, I talked about how I, I didn't anticipate having a lot of correct picks just because I think there was going to be a lot of uncertainty. And there wasn't a whole lot of random names that kind of popped up. There, there were a few, and we'll talk about those. Um, but it was just th- this first round was dominated by trades. I mean, looking, comparing, I mean, you had the Vikings trading all the way from from 12 to 32. You had the Ravens trading back three times. We had players trade. We had we had A.J. Brown traded. We had uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown traded. It was a crazy first round, but it was a ton of fun. And I, I'm, I'm here to break it down, and I'm going to try and go through each of these picks. Uh, I'm not going to try and spend a ton of time. I want to keep this short because I kind of want to go to bed. But um, like I said, it was a a fun draft, and, and let's get into it. And the, these first two picks, I'm not going to spend a ton of time on them because we kind of knew they were going to happen. Uh, Trayvon Walker going to the Jacksonville Jaguars, Aiden Hutchinson going to the the Detroit Lions, we knew that was going to happen. Um, I, I think most people had it. If they didn't have Walker 1, they had Hutchinson, and they probably had Walker 2. So um, both teams got the guys that they wanted. Um, not much to go from there. Another thing about this draft, picks were coming in quick. I mean, we had teams coming, coming, coming. This first I mean, it's it's nearly 11. I guess it's, it wasn't that fast. But there was times it's like pick is pin, pick is in. It's like you're not even coming close to using your – your first your 10 minutes but but once again that's fine all right so I, the draft really started here at pick three with the houston texans taking Derek stingley i had a couple people ask me when that pick was made were you surprised and i wasn't i mean we've been hearing what for two weeks ago lovey smith talked about they needed to improve the cornerback position um that that made a lot of people myself included thinking maybe they're going to take sauce gardner and then this last week there was a lot of reports out there that Derek Stingley was their choice. And I had him take an Ike Um, but I mean, should have should have gone with Derek Stingley. I mean, it fits with what they want to do. I know he's not the cover two corner that Levy Smith has traditionally had, but Levy Smith didn't play a lot of cover two last year. And so I think the Texans are getting who they think is the best available player. And in this case, that's Derek Stingley. Uh, pick four, we have the the, the Jets, um, and they took Ahmed Sauce Gardner. So we saw cornerback, cornerback go here. And once again, it wasn't a surprise. This is actually who I mocked them. I thought that they were going to take Ike McWanu, um going here. He ended up slipping down to six. And I did see earlier today, at one point, the um, there was a report that there was a potentially a shoulder issue with Ekwanu. So him sliding out to to the sixth pick, which we'll talk about in just a little bit, um, maybe a big part of that was, you know, reason why Houston didn't take him at three, the Jets didn't take him at four, New York didn't take him at five, is because of that, that shoulder injury. And who knows? I mean, maybe they just thought he was a guard and, and they didn't like him. And maybe the media we liked Ike Mekwanu better. But staying on topic, um, the New York Jets taking 
taking Ahmed Sauce Gardner. I mean, once again, it was a um, a good fit. Uh, when I mocked them, I said, you know, he's going to give them that that cover three shutdown corner that that Robert Sala wants, and he had a similar type of prospect that he had in Richard Sherman. Um, cornerback was a huge need for them, so that was their pick. Um, at five, we have the um, New York Giants taking Kayvon Thibodeau. This is a guy that I had, I had a mock there at seven, um, so not too surprised that that was the pick. Um, you know, they need pass rushers. And not only do we have Thibodeau go here at five, we have five defensive players. When's the last time we've seen the NFL draft? I mean, usually this is dominated by quarterbacks, and it's dominated, you know, we'd even have an offensive tackle go in the top five. It was, you know, pass rusher, pass rusher, corner, corner, pass rusher. Um, just kind of shows you the type of class we had. Uh, but the Giants, they, they need pass rushers in Wink Martindale's defense. Um, they have Aziz Olajari, but they needed somebody else, and they got that in Thibodeau. As I, uh, as I mentioned earlier, Ike Mekwani went six. A um, little surprised he fell. I did see a lot of people mocking him nine and even out of the top ten um, today, and a little surprised, and then he started falling. I was like, oh, geez, maybe I'm the one that's, you know, a little too high on him, but um, that fit with the narrative that the that the Panthers weren't going to take a uh, take a quarterback here. Um, they take Ikemekwanu. They're going to put him at their left tackle. They have huge issues along that offensive line, especially at tackle. Uh, so Ekwanu's the guy. I thought they might have gotten Evan Neal even with Ekwanu there, um, but I think that's the that's the guy that they really liked and. Um, I, it was a really good pick. He, you know, Ekwanu was a top five player for me. Uh, pick in seven was the Giants. Uh, we knew they were going to take tackle. Um, Charles Cross was the hot name linked to them. And so I thought that's where they are going to go, especially with the reports that we had of Evan Neal, you know, having some, some injury issues, um, lingering stuff that popped up on the medical reports. Um, that ended up not being the case. And Evan Neal goes seven and uh, gives them that right tackle. That's another thing we kept hearing about the Giants is they wanted to get a right tackle, and Andrew Thomas seems solidified in that left spot. So there's people are like, oh, well, maybe they've worked out cross at right tackle. Maybe they're going to move Andrew Thomas to right tackle. Well, now with Evan Neal, he is their right tackle. Evan Neal started um, 2020 um, that season at, at right tackle. Um, he, so he's got experience there. Um, so he'll just slide in that spot, and they got exactly with what they wanted. All right, pick eight was Drake London to the Atlanta Falcons. That was another pick that a lot of people were having, myself included. Um, you know, Arthur Smith had all that success with A.J. Brown um, in Tennessee, and Drake London had a similar skill set where he's more of a physical type of um, – type of receiver contested touch type guy and so now you've got Kyle Pitts and Drake London two guys that can go up and get the ball um, so whoever their quarterback is going to be Marcus Mariota next year I mean who knows Malik Willis is still available maybe they're going to go up and get him that was a guy that some people were connecting the dots to them at eight and maybe they, maybe they go a second round and go get Malik Willis and take a shot and say hey let's see what we got and maybe we get a bargain here in the second round and we can uh you know, don't have to take a quarterback next year, or, or maybe they just decide that 
they uh you know whatever but like i said they get the, they needed some help at receiver especially with calvin ridley gone um for next year and uh drake ledden he was the first wide receiver taken uh pick nine we have the uh, seattle seahawks um they have to be elated here you know going into the draft um i had heard rumors that the couple guys that they really like were Kayvon thibodeau Derek stingley and Charles Cross, and if they would have got any of those, they would have been happy. And and Charles Cross fell into their lap, and I think he fits well with what they want to do. Um, they want athletic linemen. He's definitely one of them. And um, they really didn't have anyone at left tackle. Dwayne Brown was their guy last year. They still hadn't re-signed him, so they could have technically went out and got him. Um, but instead, they got Charles Cross, one of the you know better linemen in this draft, and and he's going to be plugged in there for hopefully for them for many years. All right, at pick 10, we have a big quarterback, uh, wide receiver run. Um, here's we have the, the Jets taking Garrett Wilson, the Saints trading up to get Chris Olave, and the Detroit Lions trading all the way up from 32 uh, to 12 to get Jamison Williams. That, to me, was the biggest shocker of the draft. Um, just because when they moved up, I was like, oh, it just you didn't see that coming you never heard anything and that's i mean that's what happens you don't always hear stuff um in the nfl draft of what's going to happen and initially when i thought them they moved up to the 12th pick my first thought was they're taking patrick uh malik willis they're getting their quarterback and they ended up taking jameson williams and i just literally turned to my kids turned to my wife and i was like wow i did i did not see that happening texted a lions friend of mine he's ecstatic um, I like this move. I like this move for them. And I think the Lions, not only did they trade up from, from 32, but they they did it in the division. They traded up with the Vikings, and the Vikings let them move up 20 spots and and get a, a dynamic playmaker, a guy that a lot of people view as the number one receiver in this class if it wasn't for his ACL injury. And it sounds like everything's going to be come back. It's going to be clean, clean surgery, clean injury. It's just, you know, it's midseason. And that's the thing about the Lions. They don't they don't expect to contend next year. It's still another rebuilding year. I think their big run is going to be when they get a quarterback in next year's draft. And then they're ready to go, and they've got weapons around. So I, I love this pick. I, I hate it for Vikings fans. I know a bunch of Vikings fans, and I was uh, texting with them, and they were mad. My cousin's a big Vikings fan. He was pissed. And you should be. I mean, not only do you go from 12 to 32, but they got 32 and 34. And so you have to think, maybe there wasn't anybody that they felt truly comfortable with. And they said, hey, we, we feel better with two guys, you know, in that 32 and 34 than we do with who we we're going to get here. But then they also gave up their second round pick. I mean, if you look at the compensation that was made in this pick, you know, you go to the trade value chart. The Vikings were negative 230. 230 is an equal to a mid third round pick. So not only did the Vikings trade back into the um, from 12 to 32, but they basically lost a third round pick in the deal. And it just doesn't you would think like, oh, maybe maybe the Lions, they 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 lose out on that pick. And they 
they uh, they lose out on the pick, but they it's okay because they moved all the way up into the um, all the way up into the 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 top fifteen. Sorry, the dog wants to play with me, <laughs> um, and they lose the third round pick. You know, but to be the team that moves back, it, it just doesn't make any sense. I I mean, we'll talk about who they took at thirty two. We'll see who they take at 34. But if you're a Vikings fan and you've got a new general manager, this is the first thing he truly does. You have to be sick to your stomach. Oh, now, I don't want to skip over Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave um, going. You know, And here's another thing. 10, 11, 12, three receivers. Ohio State had all three of those guys on the roster at one time. That's just, you know, we talked about Alabama's group um, the last couple of years with Waddle, Devontae Smith, um, Ruggs, and jerry judy and those guys all went kind of in that you know, six to, to 15 i mean we're seeing 10 11 12 um and the jet the jets get their guy in garrett wilson they couldn't get aj brown they couldn't get debo samuel they couldn't get dk Metcalf. they couldn't get tyreek hill so they did go in the draft to get their guy uh the saints moved up uh the saints were a team that you knew with those two first round picks they were going to take two players you knew a receiver was one of them. They love drafting Ohio State receivers, so it's no surprise that they moved up. I just I didn't think they were gonna. Get, I actually mocked Chris Olave eleven, but I thought the Commanders would take him. Um, but he was definitely a player that I thought the Saints could take. I just I just thought he'd go ahead of them. All right, moving on. Uh, let's drop down to thirteen. Uh, Jordan Davis to the Philadelphia Eagles. That was another pretty commonly uh, talked about destination for him. Um, you know, he fits well with what the Eagles want to do. The Eagles, um, they need some better, you know, help at interior pass rush. Uh, Fletcher Cox, they cut, brought back on a one-year deal. Um, I think he'll be a good mentor to Jordan Davis and really kind of help develop him as an interior pass rusher. 14, we have uh, Kyle Hamilton going to the Baltimore Ravens. This is just a typical Ravens pick. The Ravens always have good players fall into their lap, and and everyone got fixated that that uh, Kyle Hamilton ran a 4.59 40-yard dash at the Combine. But, I mean, before the Combine, we were looking at his tape, and he was talked about as one of the top five players in the draft. He plays fast on film. You know, some of those limitations, we saw it on film. So just because there's a number there, doesn't mean that he's a bad prospect and i think once again he'll go into the the ravens play safety for him probably make several pro, pro bowls and this will be like derwin james all over again we'll be like how did derwin james last to pick 17 and then years from now we're going to be like kyle did kyle hamilton fall all the way to 14 right into the baltimore ravens laps that's why they continue to be the baltimore ravens uh pick 15 uh, this is the Houston Texans. They traded back uh, with the Eagles. Um, kind of a surprise. This this pick was another pick that kind of caught me off guard. Uh, this was the Houston Texans taking Kenyon Green. You know, I thought maybe they'd take Trevor Penning. I thought maybe they'd take a pass rusher. Maybe that that I I thought Trent McDuffie, Jermaine Johnson, and um, Trevor Penning were their three choices. And they took Kenyon Green. And you know, he's a Houston native. He can play guard. They need a guard next to Laramie Tunsil. So it made a lot of sense. I didn't, you know, he's, this is kind of in the range that I had him ranked. So I really shouldn't be too surprised. 
but it's just something that you didn't really hear a lot about, and so I, I guess it just kind of catches you off guard. Uh, pick 16, we have the Washington Commanders. Uh, going ahead and taking Jahan Dotson. You know, in the teens here, we're seeing this run on uh, receivers, and, and the Commanders needed know that they needed a receiver. I'm just a little surprised that they, they didn't just take Olave there at 11. Maybe they didn't feel like he was a good fit. Maybe they felt like he was too similar to um, Terry McLaurin, whatever it may be. Maybe they just said, hey, we can move back and get Dotson, who we have pretty closely rated to Olave. And accumulate some picks. So, um, but they get the receiver a little early for me on Dotson. I just didn't have him ranked as high. But once again, that doesn't mean he's not going to be a good player. I mean, I could be wrong with that too. I mean, it's been like that before. Uh, Seventeen, Los Angeles Chargers. I thought this is going to be Trevor Penning, and maybe I just valued Trevor Penning a little bit higher. I know I'd heard rumors that teams like you know the Seahawks and the Jets really liked him. You heard rumors that the Chargers um, were going to move up to get Trevor Penning, and maybe I just bought into that. I mean, I like Trevor Penning, but I didn't think he was a top, you know, 15 to 20 prospect. I kind of had him in that the 20s range. Um, and they took Zion Johnson, and, and there was some rumors out there that Zion Johnson could be the Chargers pick, and, you know, once again, we kept hearing about them wanting that right tackle to protect Justin Herbert. Well, now they get that right guard or left guard or wherever they're going to end up putting him. Um, here's a guy that has played tackle. He's played guard. Some people say he can move into center. He was my number one rated interior offensive lineman. I'm a big Zion Johnson fan. Um, I think this is tremendous value. I just didn't think it was going to go this high. Uh, pick 18 was, I think, the biggest surprise. I, I just can't believe i mean i'm sitting here watching the draft and i do a lot of stuff with titan upload um a youtube channel um great guy um great content and so i do a lot of stuff with them i always go on their draft show and so i i kind of have a little soft spot in my heart for titans and i just cannot believe that they traded away aj brown as i told my wife when we're watching the draft the whole purpose of the draft is to draft A.J. Browns. That's the guys that you want. You want to find those guys in the second round. And when you get them, you want to sign them a long-term deal. And obviously, they couldn't sign them to a long-term deal. They couldn't have. There was some type of hiccup there. I just never thought they'd trade them. I thought they'd keep them, maybe franchise them, eventually work out a deal. But there must have been something that happened that really kind of ruined it for them. And they just said, hey, we're moving you to the Eagles. And, and Howie Roseman... I've given him crap in the past about his drafting, especially at receiver um, and some of his other moves. He's shown himself to be a pretty elite general manager this offseason. Just the things that they do, the trade with the Saints. Now, I mean, he gave up the 18th pick for A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, I think, would be the best receiver in this draft. And they get him for the 18th pick. And um, they sign him to an extension. Now you're looking at the Eagles and you've got Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown for Jalen Hurts to throw to, plus a good offensive line. Um, I think the Eagles are automatically the top team in the AFC East now. Um, and, and it was just another tremendous, you know, first round for, for Howie Rosen. Now, not only do the Titans trade A.J. Brown, but they trade him for a pick and then draft a guy that, that that's his best, best comp. So you're hoping 
that you trade away a guy that's a Pro Bowl level player to get a guy that's similar to him that you hope can be. A, it just it doesn't make sense. And John Robinson's a good general manager, but his handling of first round picks, I I, I just have not been a big fan of. And we'll we'll see. I mean, this team is still built upon Derrick Henry's back. Um, so, you know, I like Traylon Burks. I just I just don't like this move um, by the Titans. Uh, pick nineteen, we have the um, Saints taking Trevor Penning. Um, you know, if Saints fans have to be pretty happy. You're leaving this draft with your starting left tackle and. A starting receiver and you they they made these moves up to get these guys and I, I think they have to be pretty happy you know we kept hearing that they're going to take two guys they needed two starters because they feel like they can contend right away and they went out and they got the two positions that they desperately needed so another uh you know good move by the saints organization all right uh Steelers now I talked about a couple surprises you know, the Lions moving up was a surprise. The Texans taking Kenyon Green was a surprise. I was a little surprised that Kenny Pickett was the, the first, not only the first quarterback taken, I, I guess if he was the first quarterback taken, it wasn't going to surprise me. But he was the first quarterback taken, whatever. But the Steelers took him. We kept hearing they want Malik Willis, Malik Willis, Malik Willis. I mean, lots of people. I'm not a big Malik Willis fan. I had him... I have a third round grade on him. He was like my fourth rated quarterback. I think he's got a ton of talent. He's just as raw as raw can be. And he's going to take some time to develop. But, you know, I thought the tight, the the, the Steelers were going to take him. It seemed to fit with what they want. We kept hearing how much Mike Tomlin loved him. And he doesn't even go in the first round. And the Steelers pass on him for Kenny Pickett. And I like Kenny Pickett, but Kenny Pickett is, to me, is ceiling as Kirk Cousins. Is that what you really want out of the first quarterback taken? And I guess you get him at 20, so it's not that big of a deal. But um, definitely interesting. I think he's going to – Kenny Pickett's going to be the starter for the Steelers at some point. You know, it's not going to be right away. Mitchell Trubisky will hold down the fort for a little bit. But by midseason, I think Kenny Pickett, you know, he's a guy that can come in right away. He's experienced. He's six years in the, uh, college football. Um, he, he really shined this past year. And, you know, he'll come in and, um, you know, like I said, I think he'll take over. And if he can distribute the ball, they've got some weapons. They don't have a ton of them. But they got Deontay Johnson. Um, they got um, the guy from Notre Dame, uh, Chase Claypool. You've got Pat Pryermuth. you get got Najee Harris. You know, they're always good at drafting receivers in the second and third round. So we'll see who they take there. Um, but if they can get some weapons, he's a good guy that can distribute. And they're going to play defense. They're going to run the ball. And he's going to take some shots. So I think it'll probably fit. All right. So as we continue to get into the 20s, um, the 21st pick, I thought, um, what might be the steal of the draft. Um, Trent McDuffie going to the Chiefs. We heard that they are going to move up. We kind of thought they were going to be a receiver. Uh, but there was a, a talk out there that it, it could have been a cornerback. And that's what they do. And when the Chiefs traded for and selected McDuffie, I kind of forgot that he hadn't been picked. You know, because we kept on hearing him, oh, he could go to the Texans, he could go to the Rams, or Ravens, I mean, he could go to the Vikings. And and there was a lot, you know, the Eagles, a lot of talk about Trent McDuffie going in those teens, and I think 
with all the trades that were happening, he kind of got lost in the shuffle. I Like I said, I totally forgot that he was there. But now the Chiefs, a team that doesn't have a whole lot of needs, gets the third best cornerback in this draft, who I think is a pretty dang good. He was my seventh rated player in this class. I like Trent McDuffie a lot. And he's not the biggest, he's not six foot one, six foot three, like Stingley or, or uh, Sauce Gardner is. But he's got a fluid athlete, he's got quick twitch ability. Um, I love this pick by the Chiefs. I think they got arguably the best, could could be the best pick or best value in the first round. Um, kind of go through some of these pretty quick. Um, Twenty two, the the Green Bay Packers they took Quay Walker, um, linebacker of Georgia. We kept hearing that Walker would probably be the first linebacker taken. He was. Um, I mocked him to the Packers. Um, so pat on the back. <laughs> Um, I just I just saw a guy that that's raw, that's versatile, and could really fit with what the Packers, you know, defensive coordinator, what they want to do with their defense, and and so that made a lot of sense to me. Uh, the Buffalo Bills moved up to take Kyer Elam, this the cornerback out of um, Florida, um, another guy that we had heard, you know, sounded like cornerback was going to be in uh, where they went. I I I thought it might have been Kyler Gordon because I had Kyer Elam going to the Patriots earlier. Um, but when this pick came up, I, I, was, I said, this is either Kyler, Kyler Elam or Kyler Gordon. And Elam, I think, is going to be a good fit for them. Uh, pick 24, Cowboys. I honestly thought they were going to take Jermaine Johnson. There's rumors that they wanted to move up to get a pass rusher. Jermaine Johnson was falling. I get why he was falling, but I thought this pick would be a good value. They need a pass rusher. They don't have Randy Gregor anymore. Um they want to move around Micah Parsons some more. And I thought, hey, this would be a good fit for what they want to do. Instead, they take, I think, the most overrated prospect in this first round, and that's Tyler Smith. Uh, when I watched Tyler Smith, I did not see a first-round pick. I see a guy that's going to bust out of the NFL. And who knows? Maybe I'll be proven wrong. I've been wrong. You know, Justin Pugh was a guy that I did not like. I thought he was a fifth, sixth-round pick. He goes in the first round um, to the Giants, still playing in the NFL, playing pretty well. I was wrong on him. But when I look at Tyler Smith, I see a guy that, that plays too high, that doesn't have good balance. The clips that ESPN showed, once again, he's just standing like straight up. And half of the clips they showed, he ended up on the ground. Now, sometimes he pancaked the guy on the ground, but I think he's a major work of progress. I just thought there's better prospects available. So if, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm not happy. I think I think this might be one of the worst picks in the first round. Uh, pick 25, we have the Baltimore Ravens taking Tyler Linderbaum. Here's another team that I thought could have gone with Jermaine Johnson. Um, that's who I mocked them to pick at pick 14 or whatever they were originally slotted at. Um, so I thought, like, gosh, you're going to fall into Kyle Hamilton and Jermaine Johnson. Um, oh, also, uh, so, um, but they ended up taking Tyler Linderbaum. And a little bit surprising, Linderbaum's not your typical um, Ravens lineman. They like kind of more of a size type guy. But I think with Lamar Jackson and his athleticism, I think they're going to look to try and get a little bit more athletic up front. And so I think um, if that's the case, Linderbaum's going to be a good fit for them. Um, here's a guy that I have as a top 15 prospect. Um, gosh, I might have him close to a top 10 prospect. And um, 
I, I didn't have him going in my first round of the mock, mock draft because I just, you know, kept hearing that, he you know, maybe teams weren't viewing him as high. His, his short arms, his lack of size might hinder him going in the first round. But um, he's top center in the draft. The Ravens got the best center in the draft. Now, one thing I forgot here, though, is this was technically the Cardinals' pick. The Cardinals traded their first-round pick to the Ravens for Hollywood Brown. And we'd heard, heard about them wanting a receiver. You know, last year's draft when they took Zayvon Collins, there was talk that they really wanted Jalen Waddell. They want that speed receiver opposite of DeAndre Hopkins. Well, as they saw the draft playing out, all those receivers are gone. You know, I had, I had mocked him, Jahan Dotson, and he was gone in the teens. And so they probably said, all those guys are gone. Let's go trade for one. And Hollywood Brown for a first-round pick, he has not lived up to his first-round hype. I thought the Cardinals completely overpaid for him. I don't think the the Ravens are going to miss Hollywood Brown one bit. Now they need to improve their receiver depth. And they, they drafted Rayshon Bateman last year in the first round. They've got a few other guys. The receivers aren't great. But once again, that tells, tells you how well I think of Hollywood Brown. And you know, hopefully he does well in Arizona reuniting with Kyler Murray. But um, not a good move by Steve Kime, in my opinion. All right, 26, we have the New York Jets trading in. Once again, another trade. It was just seemed like it was just every pick was being traded, which, which made it fun. Um, pick 26, so Jermaine Johnson, once again, I wouldn't have been shocked. If Jermaine Johnson went 10th overall to the Jets, I would have been fine with it. I don't view him that high. I kind of viewed him more as a late first, early second round type guy. I just didn't see it with him like a lot of other people. But I think this is tremendous value. And so the Jets are coming out of this first round with Sauce Gardner at corner, Garrett Wilson at wide receiver, and Jermaine Johnson as a pass rusher. I mean, pretty good pretty good draft there for uh, Joe Douglas. Now, those guys have got a hit. They've, they've got to go out on the field and produce. Uh, but on paper, it, it, the Jets had a tremendous outing here. Uh, pick 27, Jacksonville Jaguars trade up into the first round to take Devin Lloyd. Um, a lot of people's top-rated linebacker in this draft. Um, he was my number two guy. I like N'Kobe Dean better. Um, I, I kind of like Christian Harris better too. But, I mean, there was people that had him as a top 10 player. A lot of, There was people out there that were mocking him in the top 10. And, and I like Devin Lloyd. I just I didn't see it. I thought, you know, especially linebackers like him, I think they're better in the second half of the, the first round. I have no problem with them going here. I think it's a good value. Uh, the Jaguars have to replace Miles Jack, and I think he's going to be an upgrade over Jack. Uh, pick 28, Green Bay Packers taking Devontae Wyatt. Once again, they don't take a receiver. I don't think there was anyone here for them to pass up on, and I didn't think they were going to reach. You know, the Packers like to draft running wide receivers in the second and third round. Uh, so it just made sense. Here they get an interior pass rusher. They need someone ops, uh, besides Kenny uh, Kenny Clark, who's not, you know, he's more of a run defender, a power guy, not necessarily a quick speed up the field guy. Uh, Devontae Smith is that. And so I like that pick there for the Packers. Uh, pick 29, we have, um, I think the biggest maybe surprise, um, and that's the New England Patriots taking Cole Strange, the offensive guard, offensive center out of Chattanooga. Um, here's a guy that I thought was going to go in the second round. Um, 
So it was a little bit of a surprise having him go in the first round. But this is a typical Patriots pick. I mean, years ago they took Logan Mankins in the first round, and no one really thought that was going to happen. And he turned out to be an absolute stud, one of the best offensive linemen um, in the NFL for all the years that he did. So Bill Belichick likes guys like this. He does his own thing, and, and we'll see how this turns out. And they need help at left guard. And so I think uh, Strange is a guy that's going to come in and, you know, take a big jump, but we'll see how he, how he fits. Uh, pick 30, we have uh, the Chiefs taking George Karloftis. Um, they need another pass rusher. I thought they might have gone with Boye Mafe, um, but I, I have Carlos, Car- Karloftis rated higher than Mafe, and um, there was talk that maybe Karloftis could fall out of the first round. Um, I think he's a guy that I thought would be – I think I had the Eagles trading back with the Chiefs um, and the Eagles taking Karloftis. Um, so it's only fitting that the Chiefs took him at this spot um, to give themselves another pass rusher. And, you know, they're going to play with lots of leads, and so they need guys that can get after the quarterback. Uh, pick 31, it's only fitting that the Bengals take a Big Ten player. They love drafting Big Ten players, especially Michigan, Ohio State-type guys. Um, so they get Daxton Hill. Um, pair him up with Jesse Bates, uh, play him in the slot. He's a versatile guy, uh, safety, nickel corner. Um, I think they're just going to say, hey, he's a good value player. We don't have a ton of needs, so let's just go get a good player and, and find a spot for him. And so many so many defenses are running um, three safety defenses. So once again, you know, he's going to see the field. You know, we're, teams are always in nickel, so not a big surprise there. On uh, pick 32, uh, the Vikings taking Lewis Seen. Um, I mean, they're sitting there at 12 and could have taken Kyle Hamilton. And you trade back to get Lewis Seen, and yeah, you're gonna. We'll see what they do with pick 34. Uh, it's just, it's not a, it's not a good, you know. And who knows, you know, maybe Kyle Hamilton turns out to be a bust, and Lewis Seen is the next stud safety. And I look like an idiot on here, like I probably already do, but it's just. Once again, Vikings fans have to be sick to their stomach um, and not very happy with their their new general manager. All right, that's going to go ahead and wrap it up um, for my first round review. I kind of sped through it, you know, 34 minutes, maybe talked a little too fast, kind of went through picks fast. But like I said, it was a fun first round. Um, I think I only got like nine picks right. None of you care about that. Um, but there wasn't, you know, looking at the huddle mock draft contest the winners they didn't have no one was set in records um but it was like i said a hundred times it was a fun first round uh, i can't wait to see what the second round is going to bring there's still a lot of talented guys available um i hope you enjoyed this make sure you subscribe um, not only subscribe make sure you uh follow me on uh, all social media draft underscore brian thanks for watching hope you enjoy Till next time